Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Made Simple podcast, the show empowering and educating people on how they can grow, manage, and protect their wealth through real estate investing. Now, here's your host, Bailey Kramer. Hello and welcome back to the Real Estate Investing Made Simple podcast. The goal of this show is to break down complex real estate investing strategies that you can use to grow, manage, and protect your wealth. I'm your host, Bailey Kramer, and today we are joined by our very special guest, Samuel Wiener, to talk with us about title insurance. Samuel Wiener is from Rosslyn, New York, and attended Indiana University, where he graduated from the Kelly School of Business in May 2019. Samuel is also a fellow brother of Alpha Epsilon Pi. He currently lives in New York and is VP at LinkedIn Title, national title insurance firm. Welcome to the show, Samuel. Hi, Bailey. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you go ahead and start by telling the listeners a little bit more about your background and how you got into the title industry. Yep, most definitely. But uh, thank you for everybody listening and obviously Bailey for having me a little further about myself. I'm born and raised in Roslyn, New York. It's on Long Island. Um, I there did attend Indiana University, the Kelly School of Business. Uh, I was a brother of Alpha Epsilon Pi. Uh, I was a dual major in business management and international business. Um, upon graduation in 2019, I did move to New York City uh, with two of my best friends from school. And I actually started my career within the staffing and recruitment field at a firm called Sony Resources Group. Uh, I was a business development and recruiting analyst. Uh, and I, fo- I positioned myself as a total solution provider, really meaning that I focused on all industries, all opportunities that came to me. Um, and I gained a lot of great skills in sales, business development, recruitment, but there's always been that urge for me to be involved in real estate. So a couple of months back, um, I reached out and networked with a bunch of senior real estate professionals I knew in all different asset classes and asked them for any advice they can give me of really any real estate fields or industries where they think I could be most successful. And one of my closest family friends connected me with his title insurance representative uh, who happens now to be my principal of my firm. Um, So about, I think it was about March, I ended up accepting a job at Langdon Title. Uh, We are a national title insurance firm based out of Manhattan. Uh, I am vice president of business development. We handle all real estate transactions, both residential and commercial. Um, We're fully licensed in New York and New Jersey, but we are a national firm. And uh, the best part about it is I get to network and work with real estate professionals in all asset classes. So uh, that's a little further about me. Awesome. Awesome. So let's kind of dive right in and kind of break down what is title insurance? You know, that's something that isn't the most sexy aspect of real estate by any means, but you know, it's definitely super important. So ready to dive in. It's actually the funniest thing because if you were to ask me the same question, what is title insurance? Let's say in about January or February, I would say I've never heard of title insurance in my entire life. Um, So uh, to do the definition, just to give everybody a basic understanding, title insurance is a way to protect yourself from financial loss and related legal expenses in the event there is a deficit in title to your property that is covered by the policy. So title insurance is an insurance that is mandatory in all real estate transaction. It protects the buyers of properties from past events. Um, They all title issues by title, obviously the title who owns the property is resolved by the completion of closing. 
Um, you only have to purchase title insurance once, and then the policy is valid for the entire ownership of the property. So the difference between title insurance and homeowner's insurance, life insurance, health insurance is that title insurance protects you from all past events going back 500 years of the property, making sure there's no liens or frauds or encumbrances in the property. So that's a little basic understanding of what title insurance is. All right. Awesome. Yeah. That, that was a great overview. And, and like you said, title insurance is required on all types of property. Is that correct? Yes. 99% of the time title insurance will uh, be a tr on all residential and commercial and all refinances of properties. Okay. Gotcha. And, and you're talking about the liens. C can you kind of give examples of how that stuff would even come up in, in the first place? Sure. So uh, the underwriters, uh, I focus on the business development uh, side of our business, networking and building relationships with real estate professionals to use our services um, for all closings. But the type of actual searches title insurance does, we do lien searches, which uncovers any tax liens, any mechanics liens, making sure all taxes were paid off, any pipes or anything that were redone were all set and no issues there. We do mortgage searches. Uh, we uncover any outstanding mortgages on the property. We do judgment searches, uncover any pending litigation involving the property owners, making sure there's no legal issues and really any encumbrances, uncovering any restrictions, easements, encroachments. For example, let's say your neighbors have a driveway that is built into your property or their fence is five feet onto where your property is when you bought the house, the title insurance will uncover, uncover this and make sure that there's no issues by the time of completion and handing over the new title. So those are a couple of the judgment searches we focus on. Okay, gotcha. So if a past owner had something on the title, um, like some type of lien and you bought the property and had title insurance, that would kind of protect you from their past mistakes Yes, that's exactly what title insurance is. We would make sure that all mistakes and liens or any issues there were in any of the past uh, property owners. So not the current one, but even somebody that owned the property a hundred years ago, we'll make sure those are all uncovered, all taken care of. So the way I like to describe it is that no one can knock on your door 10 years later after you've had this house and say, hey, this is my house or what is <laughs> my property? We've already covered that. And then if it is, we insure you so that can never happen. Awesome. Awesome. So let's kind of talk about a multifamily transaction and where you actually come into the picture. So if you kind of want to explain, you know, someone's, someone's purchasing a multifamily asset, you know, when, when would they contact you? Sure. So title is um, completed upon, uh, upon closing. So we actually are contacted a couple months before closing. So once the, uh, the buyer and seller are in conversation to, uh, obviously buy the multifamily asset, a couple months before they'll reach out to us. It's especially in multifamily assets and more commercial deals. We need a little more time because there's obviously more property, more, uh, owners within the property in the past. So we, uh, like to do our diligence, make sure that all is set from there. But I would say they probably reach out to us a couple months before completion, just in case there actually is an issue or lean within the property. We have enough time to handle it. So we don't have to push back the actual transfer of the title. Okay. Gotcha. So they contact you. So an investor is looking at a property. They identify something that's looking interesting to them and they reach out to, to someone like you and they say, you know, this is the asset that I'm thinking about buying. What do you guys actually do behind the scenes then? 
So what, what I would do is uh, we actually, we partner with 10 of the major underwriters. So as I said, we are 100% licensed in New York and New Jersey. So if somebody was to come within Manhattan, Long Island, New Jersey, anywhere within those two states, we could handle 100% of the transaction. We have, uh, we have an in-house counsel. My two principals and my firm are an in-house counsel. So the attorneys will make sure we're good on the legal side. We have underwriters, we have a closing desk. So they will actually go through the files of the property, making sure that it all is set, all is great uh, for the past thousand years within the property. And then if we actually are working on a multifamily or any type of asset in any of the other 48 states, we would partner with one of the local underwriter, 10 major underwriters on their local office, First American, Fidelity, Chicago Title, et cetera, making sure that we're following. We'd still, of course, do the underwriting, the closing, making sure we're all set on our end, but we'd also partner with them to make sure we're following all the zoning rules, all the state regulations, so that they have multiple set of eyes uh, to make sure that the transaction goes smoothly. Gotcha. gotcha. They, but I would be the point of contact since I focus on our uh, relationships and business development side. Uh, I will be your point of contact for our in-house counsel and staff, as well as you on both ends. Okay. Okay. And, and I kind of, you kind of touched on it before, but the, the cost of the title insurance, you said it's paid just upfront and kind of how is the cost evaluated? It's actually a fixed cost. It's based off of a calculation. So title insurance, there is no negotiating price. It's a fixed cost. What you pay my firm, you pay the other 1,000 other title insurance firms out there. So it's based off of a calculation. Um, and yeah, it's a one-time premium. Uh, so once you pay your premium, you no longer have to pay for the 1,000 years you own the property. Awesome. And, and that's even if you like refinance the property too? We actually, re, no, refinances, we run a new title check and then there's a new premium uh, owed. Okay, gotcha. And, uh, and for us- It's done on all um, buying, selling, refinances, and mortgages. That is when we rerun a title check. Okay. And, and if you, so for a refinance, sure. would any, is, is it typical that something new would pop up on the, on the title? It's the same people owned it? It's typically not if you know that nothing's happened in the past years, but that's more to make sure that all the mortgages were paid off. We're all set there. All the taxes are good. Um, no legal issues have happened. Um, we want to do our diligence to make sure that even if it was a short period of time that you're still on the right track and make sure that or even you could even say that we, we could have missed something our first time around, which is very, we give one of the best services in the whole country. So that's usually not the case, but we do our diligence to make sure when you're refinancing a property, we're still on the right track. Right. And, and you, you talk about the calculation. What, what kind of goes into it? Is it like the unit count? Is it, you know, what, what goes into that calculation? I don't want to give any false information. <laughs> so. Okay. I'm not sure exactly the specifics what goes into the calculation, but it's actually public knowledge. So you can go on my firm's website, LangdonTitle.com, um, and then you could actually plug in if you're buying a multifamily asset, let's say for $10 million, you could actually plug in the transit, uh, the transaction, and it'll tell you exactly what premium you're paying, which is the best oh, part. Of it. That's super interesting. Mm -hmm. So, so like you said, all the firms, it, it's a standard rate. Who, who determines that rate? Are you, you know that? Yep, the American Land Title Association. Uh, they, they regulate all the title insurance that happens. Gotcha, that's interesting.
how, how it's kind of all one rate. Um, no one can change. So basically the differentiator is, is kind of the service and the people. How, how do you guys go about differentiating yourselves? That's, that's my number one thing. So uh, the thing with title insurance is it's a fixed price. Um, of course, my firm and I believe that we give the best service, but let's be realistic here. All title insurance reps are going to tell you they give you the best service, right? <laughs> so more of how can I be a value add to my clients additionally to title insurance? So the way I like to approach it is I like to give you access to my network, my relationships, my connections of real estate professionals in all asset classes. If you're trying to meet a real estate attorney, an investor, a developer, uh, an acquisitions individual, I will give you access to my network, make those introductions, as well as what I've been doing right now, which is actually, I've seen a lot of traction, is I'm assisting my clients on a lot of off-market deals. Sorry, obviously, to all the brokers who are listening to this, but uh, giving them introductions, obviously helping them save some cost, and then hopefully we can provide the title insurance on that deal and build a long-lasting relationship. Definitely, definitely. Are there any misconceptions or common common things that people, you know, predetermine about, about title insurance that, you know, uh, that you kind of found is a big misconception? The only thing I, I believe that people think wrong with title insurance is that it's not a necessary part of the transaction. Um, because a lot of people saying what can really go wrong in your property in the past 10, 20 years that you don't know about. Um, but the question is why wouldn't you want because I know when you get life insurance, health insurance, you're obviously making sure that no future events negative could happen if you have a fire in your house, if somebody falls, hurts themselves. It's, it's, it's why not take the other side of that? Make sure that there's nothing wrong with your house in the, in the past because, of course, your broker and who you're buying the property from is going to – you're going to get an inspection on the house. But we're going to do a deep dive into the property. Go back 100 years. Make sure that when you buy your house – it's yours and no one could ever tell you it's not and there's no issues with it. So it's, it's more for the diligence part. Your house is one of your largest investments and assets you'll ever own. So you want to make sure that it's everything you wanted and everything you're paying for. So that's, that's kind of the one thing I would say. Right. And just to clarify, the process is pretty much the same for all different asset classes. There's obviously different aspects that go into it regarding residential and commercial of, of properties, but the process is you reach out to me, you let me know what type of property you're buying. Obviously, we'll find out the address, all the specifics to it, and then we'll get back to you and all the information regardless of the real estate transaction. And I don't know, by asset classes, I think I answered that a little separate what you meant, but in terms of the real estate side, the buyers actually dictate the title because they are the ones buying the property. So they, uh, if they don't know a title insurance firm, usually the real estate attorney or the developer or the principal of the firm buying the property will uh, recommend their title firm. But if not, the buyers dictate the title uh, and then it's the same across any type of transaction. Okay, okay, gotcha. Are there any last things you wanna touch on about title insurance before we move on to the next section of our show? I mean, really, the only thing about title insurance is it's a very lucrative field of business, uh, especially real estate. Not many individuals, especially younger individuals, know what title insurance is. But it's such a necessary and interesting part of real estate that I feel that everybody younger should, should be aware of this. I don't think it's really taught that much in college, in schools. So if anybody has any questions regarding title insurance about myself, about my past, or 
how we could be beneficial to you, please feel free to reach out. And obviously I'd love to go over more details. For sure. And, and you know, I think it's super important too. That's kind of why we're, we're doing these podcasts to educate people on topics that are, that are important that they might not know about. Sure. So now we're going to move on to the next section of our show, which is the big four, where we ask all our guests the same four questions. So Samuel, number one, what's your number one habit for success? So it's actually funny you say that. I mean, I shouldn't say funny you say that, but my biggest habit for success, I would say, is networking. So where I thrive most and where I see myself in is best suited is using my interpersonal communication skills. So I've always wanted to and always will be in more of a sales and business development role where I'm using my voice rather than my just sitting behind a desk all day. And, and, and everybody obviously is different in the way they approach themselves, their personality and how they could be successful in life. But for me, it's utilizing my network of professionals in all industries, just getting a better understanding what they do, but who they know, who they recommend, what they recommend and, and what can they do, not only to benefit me, but me to benefit them back. So when I said, in the beginning of the show that I transitioned from um, staffing and recruitment to the uh, real estate field, I didn't know which sector of real estate I wanted to be in. I know you obviously have a strong understanding of multifamily and that's where you think you could be most successful, but I utilize my resources and my network Ask them based off of my interpersonal skills, which sector of real estate can I be most successful? And I was leaded to my opportunity here at Langdon Title in the title insurance field. And obviously it's only been a couple months, but I've seen short-term success and I have big goals for long-term success. So I would say networking and utilizing your relationships is a very strong habit for success. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, real estate, I mean, everything really, but especially real estate is really a relationship business. So um, super important skill to have. So number two, Limiting beliefs are thoughts in our head that hold us back from realizing our potential. What is one limiting belief that you were able to crush and how did that impact your life? My limiting beliefs, I would say the one thing was to follow my passion and where I wanted to be within my career. Um, I was in the other, I started my career, as I said, at Stony Resources Group and I was there for, I think it was about 11 months. And that's, I would say, you could say that's pretty soon to transition into a whole nother industry, a whole nother opportunity. So there was always that be limiting belief at night. Should I make this transaction? Should I give it a couple more years? I mean, I'm doing very well right now. It, it, this could push me back in my career. Um, but as I said, that underlying passion, it was always to either join the real estate or either some sector of the finance field. And I, one day I woke up and said, let me do my networking. Let me see what's out there. And no matter what, I'm going to go in it with a positive attitude and make sure that I'm making a transition to an opportunity that I feel will not limit me in my career, but make me head in the right direction. So it's always what, whatever you feel, whatever your passion is, always follow those beliefs and, and don't wait. Obviously, when the right opportunity is right, you'll make the move then. But when you feel is the right time for you to go, go. Do, do what you feel is right. So I would say my limiting belief was that, was it the right time to transition? And it ended up being a great choice of mine. All right, awesome, awesome. So number three, what advice would you give to someone who's considering investing actively or passively in real estate for their first time? Awesome. Um, I would say is 
speak with as many people within the field as possible, get a good understanding of the type of property you're investing in. What will your gains be? What, what are the type of, I would say things, more specific things that go into the investing part rather than you just getting money and getting it back. Get a good understanding of the asset you're investing in and what, like, what, what is gonna happen the next 10, 15 years um, while your money is there? What is your money going into? What is gonna change within the property uh, and then from all that information you're going to gain, it's, you'll get such a better understanding of real estate and everything you're investing in so that when you make larger investments or more investments in your career or in the future, you'll have such a better understanding and more knowledge into what you're actually investing in. Awesome. Awesome. And the fourth question, what is your favorite real estate business or personal development related book? So I'm not much of a reader, which is, which is uh, a, uh, I would say a flaw of mine. I definitely want to get more into it. And I'm definitely going to get your advice of a couple books uh, to read after this. Um, but I, what, one thing that I like about real estate, which has some interconnection with books is I subscribe to many, many newsletters uh, that I get very early in the morning to my email. Um, let me just pull it up right now. I have it here. Uh, BizNow sends out some great newsletters. They also host a lot of uh, events. I have Housing Wire. Uh, they give you an AM and PM edition. And then there's just overall great newsletters like the Water Coolest Team, the Skim, um, the Dra Next Draft, uh, Morning Brew, where they'll just give you great understanding of the current news and what's happening within the real estate field, but overall picture of the entire world. So. I think new newsletters, they come right to your email and uh, those are very important additional to reading. For sure. That's awesome. So Samuel, where can the listeners get a hold of you? Yep. Um, I will, of course, Bailey, you send it out. I would say the best way to get in touch with me is LinkedIn. Um, obviously connect with me on my page. You could actually schedule a call. I have a link to schedule a call with me for 30 minutes where we can introduce one another. I have my email there um, as well as my phone number. So please feel free to reach out with me. Uh, you obviously can connect with me as well on Facebook and every social media aspect. All right, awesome. Well, Samuel, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was awesome having you on and you added tremendous value to my listeners and myself, so I really appreciate it. Oh, of course, anytime. Uh, obviously, thank you for having me and I look forward to uh, keeping in touch. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Investing Made Simple podcast. For more resources or to connect with us further, please visit our website, www.baileykramer.com. We'll see you next time.